Peace, peace, peace to the peace, to the peace. Um, yeah, I know there was two lives <laughs> set up. You know, every every uh, time I do the command of the day, I try something a little different. And um, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So once again, we have the, I set up the live, but then couldn't get into the live, so I had to start a whole new one. So I'm actually going to see if that other one is going while we're waiting for everyone to get over. I want to see if the other one is still on. Yeah, I don't even see it. Yeah, it's weird. It keeps doing this weird thing. Peace, Christopher Robinson. Um, as usual, always, you know, let me know if you can hear me. But I know some people still have to spill in. Peace, Juanisha, the clan OG, Christian Drowsy. Give thanks, you know. Greetings from, I know, Christian all the way across the water. Um, you know, a UK family. Yeah, I wanted to, um, I didn't do it. I did it at a different time, this segment, because, uh, you know, it's, it's first day. And, um, I know that, well, the 6.30 Eastern time, peace, Ricochet, I know sometimes may be a little difficult for like, um, our West Coast people. So I said, you know what, let me, let me give them an extra hour. It's, it's first day and people probably you know want to sleep in a little bit a lot of people don't have to work on first day um but it is still the first day of the strong so i didn't push it back with so much i say yeah i'll give them a, a extra you know i'll give them an extra little little hour peace sister kashia so that's why i, I push the time that back i'll probably do that every first day um just to you know give people a little a little moment but yeah you know as always uh let me know if um heard like I'm supposed to be heard like I'm supposed to be you know let me know if you can hear me or if I need to lean in peace Alex Legant Legant what is uh what does Gant mean do you know Alex your last name what is what is what is that root um got oh it's 430 Cali yeah so you know I actually peace YG got out actually was gonna Juanisha like even put it even further back I was gonna maybe do like 9 a.m. or 9.30 a.m. Um, Eastern. So it'd be like 6.30 a.m. The Glove. Okay, The Glove. All right, cool. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I've known people with that last name, Gant or Gant. They pronounce it Gant. I'm not sure how you pronounce yours. I know I always say Legant, but just curious what that meant. You know, I like names. Um, the Glove. So, um, I'm sorry, now my mind is thinking about your name, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was going to do it like 9, 9.30 Eastern, and I said, okay, that'll be 6.30 for um, West Coast people. You know, give them a little chance because, you know, but um, maybe next time. Maybe I'll do that next time. But, yeah, so, won't keep you too long. I know some of you. Peace, Isaiah. How did the uh, chop, chop, snip, snip go? You know, I wanted to ask you actually yesterday evening, you know, how did it go? If you went through with it, <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, man. So that's why we're starting at kind of a little different time here. You know, I just wanted to give people a little extra time to lay in and maybe meditate and uh, get some thoughts together before they 
good, fresh, and clean. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, you went through it. That's good. That's good, brother. Change is a part of is a part of the uh, you know it's a part of life, man. You know so, and uh, Isaiah just cut his hair recently. He had locks. That's what we're talking about. You know what I mean? So uh, he had he had um, scheduled himself to cut him yesterday. So yeah, I wanted to contact you last night. Yeah, I went. You know, a lot of times when you have locks and you cut them, man, it could really be a, you know, a, just a really cathartic kind of experience. And and you always tend to dream different. Of course, a lot of times you feel a lot lighter. So, you know, and I've seen people break down and cry as a result, too. So everyone has their own kind of, kind of different reaction to it, you know. I know for me, when I cut, um, I felt like I could breathe literally like I like I was breathing better I was breathing different you know um, yeah I felt like I was breathing different and I definitely uh, slept better you know slept sleep felt different yeah, it is yeah 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 you sleep different when you get that energy up off of you and you you have to restart you know so that's good man I'm, I'm glad you you had the courage <laughs> to go through with it I'm glad you had the courage to do it but uh yeah uh, I'm not going to be too long because I know, again, it's first day and, and you all probably have organization tasks that you want to do. You want to put together your battle plan for the strong. If you didn't do it um, sixth day, you probably want to do it at least today. Put together that battle plan and make sure that, um, you know, you're seeing your goals through because I'm sure that you all have an every seven day type of um, battle plan list that, that you work on. Peace, Shannon. You know, so I'm sure that's present. So. Uh, I don't want to fill up too much of your time and take away from, you know, I know you definitely want to make sure your, your, your house is clean or your room is clean. Peace, Andrea Adams. Peace, peace, peace. It's good to see you, Andrea, too. You know, I know you've been, uh, you've been around for a minute, you know, but, uh, you know, I haven't talked to you anything in a while. So it's good to see you still on and, and moving. And give thanks, Kashia. Nine, nine, nine. There's a song. No, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, peace, Sister Manera. Good daughter. But, um, yeah, give thanks for that. Give thanks for that. I really do appreciate that. I got some ideas of what I want to do. You know, I was thinking about even doing a vote. You know, um, you know, the weather is changing right now, so it's getting cooler, especially up north. You know, it's, it's you know, like kind of like in the 50s now. It's getting much cooler. And... Um, you know, I've always had kind of a concern, Peace Cave Boogie. I had a concern about um, when they started all this sheltering and stuff, especially for a lot of people like in California and Florida, where you have like, you know, really high homeless populations. In New York City, we, of course, we do as well. But the whole sheltering in, and like, what are you sheltering in? Like in a tent, like, or a cardboard box? Like, how am I sheltering in? You know, so I know you. I know you gave me the super chat, so what I saw, I'm, I think I might do a poll on it because on YouTube you can do polls now. I'm thinking about maybe doing like a food, taking taking the uh, super chat money and uh, doing some food for folks and, and making some food, you know what I mean, um, and handing them out. I used to do that a lot, like just 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 off the fly, like some days, like I would just um, like buy uh, like a bunch of bread and, and stuff and just like make some sandwiches or whatever and go down to um, Grand Central in the city, or sometimes I go to Penn Station in Newark 
and just hand out food and, and um, like um, hygiene products, soap, toothpaste, uh, razors, stuff like that. So I'm going to probably do a poll, you know, because YouTube has a poll and see, you know, maybe I'll do that with the Super Chat money. I told you I wasn't going to spend it on myself. You know, I'm very appreciative, though. I'm, I'm, I'm considering it for me. So the spirit of it's for me. I'm, that's how I'm taking it. But, <laughs> you know, I, I think I, I'd like to do something, um, yeah, man, for the for, for the, the the human family that's that's shelterless, man. You know, it's getting cooler, and you know, there's different concerns that come with that with that cold weather and, and stuff like that. And this place, this North America, is not very kind to people who are shelterless, man. I mean, that could be a whole nother segment. I don't want to. I want, we're, going, we're in power in the day, man. So we're going to keep we're going to keep it up full and you know and things like that. But uh, yeah, I'll probably do a poll. You know what I mean? I don't know what it's going to be between because that's really the only thing I want to do. <laughs> but I'll come up with some other choices or whatever. But that's really the main thing I, I'd like to do, man. Just um, make some food. Just take like a day and just make up a bunch of meal kits myself and then you know put some other hygiene products because there's enough. Y'all, y'all blessed me so, so beautifully, man. It's enough that I could, you know, yeah, do like a nice, nice package or whatever. All right. Anyway, so um, nine twenty, <laughs> Commander Day nine twenty, right? So here we are. You know, um, you know, there was something, and I'm, I'm thinking about Isaiah, and I think really, oh. Give thanks, Ricochet. I mean, you already did contribute because I believe you did throw a super chat in there. You know what I mean? So that's, it's not a, you know what I mean? So, I mean, give thanks if you want to, but it's not a new kind of initiative. I'm, I was, that's what I wanted to do with the super chat. You know what I mean? Um, uh, if that's what you call them, I'm calling them super chats. I don't know if there's another cool name. Oh, give thanks, Juanisha. Appreciate that. From 4.30 a.m. on the West Coast, you know. Um, yeah, it is a blessing to be a blessing to others, man. You know, it's, it's, um, you know that's the thing. Like when you, when you, when you align yourself with like the patterns, the divine patterns, then you can expect the divine patterns. You know, a lot of people have like trouble conceptualizing that because sometimes they're so married and stuck in their own, their own feelings. But it's just like, you know, if you want justice, you have to give justice. Like that's that's just an example, right? So let's say if somebody did something dirty to you, or, or they 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 did something that cause you to choose the reaction of being hurt and you choose in that moment to to take away your love from them and they're supposed to have your love not everybody is supposed to have your love but they're supposed to actually have your love and you choose to take it away from them then now what happens is that you're you're blocking the funnel of justice in your life right so then you whatever you do whether you're firm pray ritualize to the heavens because you want things to flow into your life. You want love to flow into your life. You want um, fairness and justice to flow into in, into into your life. You've done it with family, why you gotta, I hear you, me too, I've been there too, you know? Um, but you want those things to flow into your life and then you're like, it's just not really happening because you've stopped the flow, <laughs> you know? So, you know, if you want it, there was a, there was a um, nah, I don't wanna get into that. But anyway, but the thing about it is that you just have to, you know, I don't want to get into a story because that's not really what it's about. But, um, yeah, you know, like you said, it's a blessing to be a blessing. Other. Oh, give thanks, Christian. You know, got the uh, pounds. <laughs> you got the pounds coming in. 
Yeah, man. You know, so if we go, because y'all are part of the ritual, peace by say, if we go and we go feed some people who could use it and, and get them some hygiene products, because hygiene is important when you're when you're shelterless. You know what I mean? Um, I don't I don't personally have that testimony. Testimony. You know, I've never really been shelterless by. You know, I, I have been, but by choice. You know, by choice and by pride. Um, but I always had somewhere I could go if I wanted to. You know, I always had friends I could go stay with or family even and things like that. You know, so I, I can't necessarily say. I understand what it truly means to be homeless, but it's something that um, I think I think is a, is a is a terrible thing. And peace, peace, brother Vermont. And I think it's it's a terrible thing in this place that it's homes are so expensive, you know, and um, when they don't really need to be, you know. And sometimes that's because of what we want our standards to be. Sometimes that's the issue, but. Um, yeah, I think too much energy is put towards just basic living. Where am I gonna sleep? How am I gonna eat? And th those are not difficult things because nature provides for all of that anyway. I mean, just just to keep it real, if you have a set of tools, you can you can eat peace, Levette. If you have a set of tools, you can eat and have shelter, depending on you know your your level of of education. You know, you, you can chop up some wood and, and, and make a shelter. I mean, earth bag homes. You know, there's so many different things you could do with the earth itself. And then you can garden. You can hunt. If you want to eat meat, you can fish. You know, like, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm going, peace, Hassan. Peace, Hassan. <laughs> Hassan, chop. You know, peace, Baba Utu. Peace, change, change. Change, change, change. Uh, peace, Alicia. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Florida all up in the in the in the building, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't want to get off onto the homeless thing a little bit too much because you know that's just that's my thing. You know what I mean? That's that's it's not. You know, it's whatever. However you feel about it, it's how you feel about it. But uh, yeah, I, I just they do people dirty here, man. When it comes to the expectations they implant in people's minds as to how what living actually is, you know what I mean, and how a person is supposed to live and and um, the standards of living, you know. But anyway, it is what it is. Oh, you, you went back up top? Oh, okay. All right, well, you mean Pete, but you still Florida, you know. So, <laughs> you still Florida. So, everybody try to claim PA, you Florida, you know, as you so proudly let everyone know. But um, anyway, what was I saying? So, yeah, you know, kind of, I was... Isaiah was, was saying that he was chopping. He's our new brother. He's in the, in the thing that he was chopping his locks yesterday. And it made me think about something. You know, I'm like, I, I recognize and I'm appreciative of all the divine um, science, you know, and, you know, I don't, it, it allows us to kind of go into a certain flow and, and pull when we need to pull. But, you know, I wanted to speak about, as you know, I spoke about encouraging yesterday being able to encourage yourself not yesterday but a couple of days ago but being able to encourage yourself towards silence knowing that it's okay to be silent knowing that it's okay to pause and a lot of times that takes a level of courage it, you know it's doesn't take courage to run your mouth you know or to, to hit somebody or to go off half the time that's a coward's way you know but there's another aspect of of courage 
that's really important. And, you know, Isaiah cutting his locks kind of made me think about it, you know. Um, oh, give thanks, Alex. Give thanks, Plant OG. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm almost feeling like this is the poll <laughs> because I started talking about it. And, you know, I mean, I'll still put the poll up to be fair, you know, because I don't want to just do what I want to do. You know, it's, it's y'all, 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 y'all gave it. So, you know, but, uh, you know, I think I kind of, I, I kind of think I already know. <laughs> I'm going to make some food and, 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 and buy some products and stuff. But, you know. Well, I'll still do the poll. Even if y'all don't want to do it, I think I'm still going to do it anyway, man, because it's getting cool. It's getting cool out, man. And, you know, I know people, are, especially with, with this this um, artificial virus they got floating around, you know, and the way they, they snatching people up off the street, you know, they, to grab their body parts and stuff like that, man. However, you can help people to strengthen them, fortify them, to get up off that concrete, you know, is a, is a good thing. You know, all these empty houses in America, but people can't really even go and squat in them because then they, you know, might end up getting picked up by, you know, Popo and now you're sitting in jail when you were just trying to get in, in, in from the rain. So, you know, we'll do what we can, right? But, um, you know, that, that courage piece that I'm speaking about is, um, it's such a tricky thing because a lot of times people don't make certain moves and don't go to certain plateaus in their life because of the fact that they're full of fear and sometimes it's hard to imagine that you don't wait till your fear subsides until you make a move you make a move you you, you recognize the fear and you say all right well i'm still yeah let's go i'm still doing it anyway you know so fear is not something that should necessarily stop you from doing something but the ability to travel and still have the fear right next to you is what makes you courageous you know and a lot of times for, for people where the struggle, where the struggle gets really real is when we have a fear based upon the misconceptions that we have of ourselves. You know, so like for instance, um, you have certain people who are afraid to commit themselves. Peace, Omega, Omega, you know. Um, you have people who, that's Jersey, that's South Jersey, I know. You know, people always ask, where you at, Chief? And I don't tell you, but I'm shouting out where everybody is. I guess I shouldn't do that. That's not fair, right? Because I don't like to, you know, give my position away. So, I, I you know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, but I just know where everybody lives, you know. Um, but anyway, you know, a lot of times we're, we're committed to certain misconceptions. Like, you know, like I said, like relationships, you know. Um, we kind of always move with this perpetual dismal attitude and this perpetual pessimism based off of fear because you know maybe we've been in situations before they didn't work out or we chose to be hurt or we chose to be angered by the outcome of, of a particular relationship or whatever and so now we're just like well I'm, you know I'm probably never going to meet anybody they're just going to leave anyway or I'm just not going to put myself out there for someone to leave me or someone to hurt me you know these are all the different kind of statements that people tend to make. And, um, you know, these are all fear-induced, right? You know, like, if you look at even, like, um, you know, I was I was reading some work in, in, the, uh, in, the, in uh, the Tibetan Book of the Dead recently. You know, just, that's a book I like to read and reread. You know, I just, it, piece information. You know, it just, um, I don't know, it's just a book I like. So, you know, certain books you read, 
or whatever you they just you know they just feed you in a good way so um is a life changer oh give thanks man i'm glad that book uh changed your life you're more than welcome brother alex more than more than welcome um if if alex if you are if you are a brother excuse me if you're not you know i know a woman named alex that's my last um but and i know a man named alex <laughs> you know but um anyway so yeah, I was reading something in it, and and I and I noticed a a consistency. That's why I, I tend to like like to read so many different different structures, so many different systems. I like to look for those truthful threads. And like I say, you, I tell you, you know, like say you, I say you. Um, when you find the the uh, the deter from certain ideas and certain concepts, that's when you found the lie of the book. Peace, Antonio. That's when you found the lie of that particular book, because people who have divine experiences all come back saying the same thing. They just say it from different angles, right? And not every every system is divine, so don't you know? I don't want you to think that any book you pick up and grab is going to lead you to heaven, you know. Um, but it's one consistent thing that I've always noticed about certain divine books is that whenever there is a there's a, a, a an edict put forth telling someone not to be fearful. There's always a statement that follows right behind it. And it's always because I am here or because I am with you or because you walk with or because I have sent. I've always noticed that. Fear not because, boom. And it's always related to something is with someone. Now, whether it's because I am your God and I am with you or because I have sent this with you or because on your left and your right you have the cherubim of this but there's always a sense of like you, you don't need to fear because you're never alone right um, and you can I'm telling you just you can, you can test that if you want you look across the Quran you look across the Baghdad Vida the Book of the Dead um, the Imheru you know the Book of Coming Forth by Day like you're going to see it consistently whenever there's a there's a warning an admonition not to fear is because I'm, I'm right here right so there's always these charges like fear may be there but go through it because I'm here right um, and sometimes like I said we find ourselves betrothed or we, we find ourselves married to our fear and you know, I think about sometimes the elaborate ways <laughs> or the dramatic ways that people decide they want to go through breakups. You know, and now in the age of social media, people love to post a bunch of stupid things on social media after there's a break or there's a cut. You know, I'm doing me, you know, I'm the, the, whatever, whatever stupid things people say. Sometimes you got to just let it go, just breathe it out. All kind of dumb stuff that never really tell the story but allow you to feel, you know, peace, Henry, you know, allow you to feel some level of vindication publicly, you know, or maybe it allows you to say something that you maybe didn't have the clear thoughts to say at the time. And what I've found over the years is that people are not as dramatic when it comes to releasing their fear, their fear partner, right? You know, so 
they create these long-standing relationships with fear and that partner rules over them and sometimes it causes insecurity you know sometimes it causes you know mistrust you know poor self definition poor self um, reflection you know poor self representation poor self image all because they're married to fear and it's a real simple thing man sometimes you have to just you have to break up with fear like you have to see fear as an actual spouse like for real and I know I know I know it sounds a little kooky to some of y'all but sometimes you got to do kooky things to get out of kooky situations you know and you have to actually like almost sometimes and I'm not even saying almost because truthfully we do this in rituals all the time all the time but we just call it different things um, we'll say you know write a letter and I want you to write a letter and then you're gonna dip it in this and then you're gonna burn it over this and then you're gonna take the ashes and you're gonna spread them over here right or we could just say why don't you write your fears and your insecurities and your mistrust and, and all those different senses that you have that hold you back why don't you write them a dear John letter write them a dear John letter and break up with them right so I you could say it like that you know and give thanks Kashia you know how they are though <laughs> you could say it like that and people will be like what <laughs> you know it's that sounds like some you know just some real uh, dime store psychology stuff or you could say we're gonna do a ritual I want you to get some papyrus paper and you know you're gonna get some pokeberries um, we're gonna use that for the ink and you're gonna sharpen a piece of wood but it's got to be Hollywood and you're gonna use the Hollywood and you're gonna write this and you're gonna send that spirit in back where it came from it's actually the same thing but the thing is when you go through all those extra steps you really feel like this is you know you're able to really conceptualize the fear and to um, really kind of visualize it and then release it in that way but it's actually the same thing but like I like I say often and I know I'm giving away some secret but this but we've evolved beyond that at least I hope y'all have you know evolved beyond like very base and simple rituals um, but like I say often that um, this spiritual work is 20% divination figuring out what the problem is and as you get older and you get more advanced that that number comes down and it's 80% psychology you know how do I get this through to this person because some people have long-standing relationships with their dysfunction and you can do all the rituals in the world you can do all the divinations in the world but their spouse is going to be a louder voice in their ear I deal with that with people every single day, every single day. You, you could tell them to their blue in the face and there's some things you can't tell them because you know they're, they're nowhere near ready to receive it. And if you finally get to the point sometimes where you're like, you know what, the heck with it, I'm just gonna say it. Usually they run away. I think I said that on a segment the other day. You know, um, when you finally do tell them this is what, this is what what really has been going on this is what you've been doing they run you know and sometimes you want them to run so you don't by then you don't care sometimes it's like whatever just take your butt on because i've been ready for you to to leave you're, you're tiring you're depleting you know so um there's a there's a concept there of impatience 
there's a concept there of fear that we don't really have faith in our consciousness you know and that's what a lot of that is not really having faith in your consciousness you know we can devote and commit so much of our energy and our time to activities and conduct that are based around our fears right I'm sorry there's, there's a there's a woman that I see she said good dawning to me earlier because I've been out since it was, it was since the Sun has not been out and I saw her the other day too she's kind of hunched over a little bit she's an older much older woman and she's going through the garbage can so you know that doesn't necessarily mean there's a problem you know she could just be a hustler you know or maybe she needs one of those food packages that I was talking about you know but I see her I see her from time to time and she always says some every time she, I see her, I have my headphones on so I always say good morning and then she'll say good good morning and then a couple of seconds later she says something that I can never hear because I got the headphones on but she does it every time and she like kind of laughs so I know she's saying like I don't even know what she says but she always continues the conversation a little bit and then I always just say I, I know right I always I always give her the same response I did it this morning when I saw her she said something I didn't really hear it and I just yeah because <laughs> that kind of fits with it, it works with everything you know what I mean but, I, but she's now going through the guard. So, so if I see her tomorrow when I do the, the command of day, I'm going to take the headphones off when I see her walking. I'm going to hear what she's actually been saying. She might be like, I'm hungry. You know, she could be like that. I'm hungry. I'm out here. You know, yeah. Hey, you know, that's how it is. So I got to make sure I'm, uh, now that I see her going through the guard, I, I was meant to see that just now. I was meant to see that. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. So I didn't hear you respond, you know, universal. Especially when you get older, you could just make noises. You know, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that's what That's what all old heads do, you know, where they don't know what to say. That's how it gets to when you get older and you see women that you, and you don't, you know, when you're younger, you, you're quick with your game. But when you get older, sometimes you don't want, sometimes you don't really even want the headache. You, you, you're half, half scared, half turned on, you know what I mean? So you just make noises. You see a, a, a woman walk by, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> whoa, 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 hey, hey, you just do that, you know what I mean, you know, hey, 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 you know, because you don't really, your mind doesn't work, you ain't got nothing smooth to say, whatever, so you know what I mean, you just start making noises, but, uh, yeah, tomorrow, I bet I'll see her again tomorrow, because every day when I'm, when I'm walking to go through the command of days, I, I, I see her, either when I'm going or when I'm coming, um, and I, and I usually, like, But anyway, I know that was a little bit of distraction. Yeah, Fat Albert. <laughs> Lay some treats on him. But, um, yeah, I'm glad I saw that. I'm glad I saw that. So I'm, I'm going to talk to her tomorrow, you know. And she's always by herself. Maybe she just, maybe it'd just be good to talk to her. Maybe I'll walk with her. Yeah, might do that. Uh, you know, I don't want to make a new friend. And every time then you see him, you got to say hi and everything. But I don't know. I feel like I need to walk with her a little bit. Maybe talk with her. See what, see what her situation is. Or maybe she just, she's just a hustler. She, she's just out getting the money in the garbage. And who knows? She could be recycling. But anyway. Um, 
so yeah, you know, being married to those fear bodies, that's what I'm saying, you know, uh, it keeps us from moving forward a lot of times and from continuing that cycle of justice that I was talking about earlier. Um, you know, we want to move when all concern has been dissipated, but we're unwilling to break up with the actual entities that are fueling and stimulating the concern. So you don't want to write a Dear John letter to your fear. Like you don't want to say, listen, you know, we've had our time together. Peace, Talisha. You know, we've had our time together. And, um, you know, it's it's been rough. You've lied to me. You haven't been what, what you said you were going to be, you know, fear. And um, I'm releasing you now. I release you, you know. You got to do one of those, you know. But... Uh, <laughs> Most, you probably don't know the reference, but you know, um, I'm releasing you and I know you're going to come back around. I know you're going to come back knocking, you know, on, on my door. I know you're going to come back around, but, um, I'm going to be hitting my, knocking on my phone. You know, if I break it, um, but just know that if you come back knocking on my door, I got two bodyguards that are going to face you, you know, um, faith and knowing, right? Yeah, that's a good, good little, I think I'm going to have to remember. That's a good little example. Yeah, I'm freestyling here, but that's, you know, I could use that for, that's a good lesson to teach children. You know, um, always face fear with faith and knowing. You know, uh, peace, Aquia. You know, California again. I started a little late for you California people, Aquia, even though, you know, I thought maybe it might help you out a little bit. Uh, there I go again shouting out people's locations. I'm sorry, I just said I wasn't going to do that you know um but um yeah you know that's what i'm gonna face you with when you try to come back into my life because i know you're gonna try to come back I, I i know you you need me to eat you know so um a lot of times it's difficult to break up with those fears man and those fears that those you know, they're always internal but those are the things that keep us from doing things like cutting our locks like brother isaiah or, or you know um exploring new relationships new love relationships new friends friendships you know moving a lot of times people hate where they live but they they're, they're just afraid to go and well i don't know anybody over here and i don't know what i'm going to do over here i don't know what i'm going to do over there because they have that marriage with fear and they haven't broken up with fear and they kind of refuse to and sometimes there's also like a frustration because your blockages are based upon your impatience you know like people come into high awareness and come into consciousness excuse me and they make these assumptions that now all of a sudden that i've come into this um everything's gonna work out and that's just not that's just not how it works in fact you're gonna find when you come into this that a lot of things are gonna break down you know one of the first things that break down are the relationships with your family you know um, they're not gonna understand what you're doing or, or why you're doing it what's the point is it really that serious? Why are you taking it so serious? You know, things like that. Or I was just joking around your shrine. Like, what's the big deal? Come on, you know, we just play like that. You know, and things like that. And you start to find that some of those relationships will, will break down. And sometimes people then develop a resentment or a bitterness towards those choices of consciousness, towards those choices of awareness because of what they see falling apart in their life. And, and the thing is, is like... You, <laughs> You got to give it a chance. You know, who, who sung? It was the oldest Redding. 
you know, um, um, or Jackie Wilson, try a little tenderness. You know, you, like you, you gotta, you gotta take your time sometimes because one of the things that we don't want to ever be honest about or be real with ourselves about is this. How many chances did you give your stupidity? Like how many chances did you give your dysfunction? How many chances did you give your addictions? How many chances did you give your fear? Your Otis Redding, okay, thank you, Tia. You know, yeah, you know, like how many chances, how much time, how many years did you give your fear? You know, how many, how many years did you give your, your, your egoic nature? How many years did you give your stubbornness? And then you come into conscious awareness and you give it 10, 10 to 15 days. I don't know, you know, I went, I did this, but I'm, I don't know, I don't know if this is working because I still feel like this and I feel an I, 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 it's always I, right? So you unwilling to give that any time, but what if you gave it the equal amount of time that you gave your dysfunction? For some people, like, they've been walking in dysfunction for 25, 30, 40, 50 years, but they... <laughs> But they won't give the right thing the same amount of time. You see that sometimes with food. You've been eating garbage all your life. <laughs> and you won't even give healthy food a month. Not even a month. <laughs> or, you know, you've been sitting on the sofa, you know, your, your entire life. And, like, your muscles have total amnesia. Like, you know, you have no muscle memory at all so there is no there is no snapback for you because you never were there to be i was going to say 50 years sometimes 50 years you know there's no snapback because there's no place to go back to so it's all a journey forward you've been a couch potato for 35 years your body is total mush and you go to work out and after three days you're like yeah you know something didn't feel right my heart wasn't my heart was pounding too much and I couldn't breathe and I just kept sweating and my body is sore all over. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what happens when you're building up a big pile of mush <laughs> and you're trying to dig through it and find some muscle fibers, you know, you're gonna feel a little different, you know, uh, right, the uncomfortable must happen. But sometimes we're, we're unwilling to give the right thing the same amount of time that we give the wrong thing, you know, and we carry that wrong thing wherever we go. So even when we go into different strains of consciousness and different experiences that could be great, we bring that demon of fear that we're still married to into everywhere and then it controls every choice that we make. You know, um, that's, when, that's when you reach down to your ankles and pick up your common sense. Yeah, exactly. You reach down to the your ankles or the soles. You reach down into the soles of your feet or the soles of your body, however you want to look at it, and you and you, you pull yourself up by that. But you know, you can't do that when you have a spouse that's telling you something else. See, that's the thing. You know, who you choose to marry is a is a critical decision, physically and spiritually. If you choose to be married to fear, it will it will dictate what's gonna happen for your entire life until you choose to divorce from it. You know? And the same thing with your physical spouse. Your your physical spouse, that choice that you make, and many of us make very poor choices in our lovers, let's be honest. Many of us don't don't know how to choose a lover. No one ever taught us. And um 
we chose lovers at an age when we didn't know how to even choose the right the right fabrics to put on our body you know um your pain does release power exactly Jesus. you know um but that's when you're not married to fear pain releases power when you're married to fear pain confirms what you already expected you know one of the things i speak to you about sometimes is hope and how like i don't really use the word hope you know because of the anxiety that's that's related to hope but it doesn't mean that hope is a bad word just like i don't really use the word belief but it doesn't mean that belief is a bad word there's a place for hope and there's a place for belief hope is should only be used in the context when you're always expecting good things that should be hope right now why would i expect good things because through faith and knowledge i've sowed into the karma of good things so I'm expecting good things. Now, I could say I'm expecting good things or I could use the word hope. Me, I would rather not use the word hope because it gets twisted real quick. It gets misconstrued. You know, you start using words like hope and then people get real religious on you. That's where, them, where those invisible um, sky gods come from. You know, people, you know, invisible gods are not just religious entities that people commit themselves to that they don't understand. I mean, it's still a religious entity. But, you know, a lot of times your, your invisible gods are your hope, are your, your belief. And, you know, we get locked into that kind of um, theocratic kind of belief where, you know, everything is a belief. I believe in God. I believe in faith. I believe in hope. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. And belief creates those spookisms. They create those spook gods. You know, so for me, being an original man, I know that I can stand on the foundations of knowledge. So I don't really deal with belief too much and hope I don't really need because I know if I sold into something good or I know if I sold into something bad. I'm using good and bad, you know, just for reference. Um, so yeah, pain can release power, but sometimes pain just confirms the pessimism that we've already had based off of our own fears. Our, our fear partner is always, this isn't gonna work, that isn't gonna work. But if you're sowing into the right things, you know, and you've divorced from that pain, that pain partner, then now you are married to hope. So you can be married to fear. You can be married to hope. And the married, the marriage to fear is like, it's going to work out. It's going to be good. Now, how do you know it's going to be good? Because it's always good for me. How do you know it's always good for me? Because of what I sown into. You know, I had somebody say that to me not long ago. A very wicked person. Oh, it doesn't matter if this happens because things tend to work out for me. This is a person whose life is in the is in the dumps. Hey, cousin Kobe, what's up? <laughs> Peace, bro. I was actually that's so funny, man. I was on I long story, but I texted E the other day to see how he was doing. We had a nice conversation, and I meant to text you, but um, what was that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace, peace, peace. Good, it's good to see. You. I was thinking about you, man. You know, but um. You know, I'm, I'm terrible with the communication <laughs> in the years. You know, didn't, we, didn't we speak a month ago? No, nah, that was like 2008. But, um, yeah, man, so being able to marry yourself to the faithful expectations of what you sold in, now that means you got to be sowing into something. You know, you got to sow into something. And, you know, so it's not just a spookism kind of thing where, you know, um, 
you start to claim things. You know, you find that with people who, I'm going to put this, I, I got to say this to get around the algorithm. Algorithm. Um, there's certain groups of people in the world who, when you say their names, the J people, it's like, this, is how I got, this is how I got banned on IG. I'm still banned today for messing around with these people. Well, it is what it is. You know, maybe maybe they'll let me out of out of you know that little jail eventually. You know, but now I'm just kind of like done with IG. I'm like, what? F y'all. <laughs> you know, what I mean? like, you don't break up with me. I break up with you. You know, so screw IG. But um, I was talking about this with a friend the other the other day. So let's use the term ISIS Ra and L. We're gonna use that. Now, if you put ISIS Ra and L, think about combine those together what words you get I'm gonna say it like that right and a friend of mine we were talking about it the other day he was like yeah I was on my job and this guy was like you know peace 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 Baba Ra this guy was like yeah you know we need to pray for Isis Ra and L now think of, again put Isis Ra and L together Isis Ra L right and he was like oh brother you know he's like yeah I didn't want to hear that I was like yeah you know it's so funny when people say that because they assume or not a, the implication is given to us is that when a person says they're a J person that um, they immediately are delivered from dysfunction like every other and this this person is a Christian who I was talking about so it's like every other person has to go and get saved and get baptized and then live by live right and all of that. Peace, peace, Mama Marva. Every other person has to do that. But this group of people just have it automatically. So then the assumption is that whatever they do is divine because they are <laughs> I'm just laughing because it's like, well you you only really been claiming that since nineteen forty eight. So we're talking about an ancient people that that you ain't. You know, um, <laughs> come on, bro. Don't restrict me. <laughs> yeah, you do. Don't, don't do me dirty. I'm just telling the truth. You know. Uh, so yeah, you know, I'm just trying to I'm trying to skip around that algorithm. <laughs> you know, um, but you know, it's just kind of interesting. These people have sown. You know, they, they, they've sown. They've sown a harvest that's you know coming back on them. But. Um, there's no ex there should be no expectation for good because what they've sown into has not been good but you know we we have already been taught that oh well they're they're you know um they're the ones who who got chose we'll say it that way you know and um they are isis ron l and, and they're they're jays all day so they don't have to do anything right and um sometimes that that kind of ridiculous, non-spiritual, non-ancient, non-African mentality spills over to us, and we feel like we need not do anything once we claim a certain thing. Well, I'm conscious, I'm woke, so now that means I don't have to sow into any any goodness. I don't have to sow peace, Sherelle. I don't have to sow into anything that um, I can harvest later. So my hope and my expectation is all wound up into the idea of being woke or being conscious. 
you know, or um, whatever term you, you know, you, you feel like using. And good works begot good works. Disrespect begot disrespect. And you got to sometimes step out of that delusion. And yeah, Ra, uh, there's a lot with that one. <laughs> Not only was it shorter, <laughs> oh man, there's a lot with that one. Uh, it wasn't really the way it was given to you. And we were in the middle of that. Those of us who look like this, we were the first victims of that. You know, they don't, but somehow we didn't make it into the movies for some strange reason. They didn't, they, we, we didn't make it into the movies or into the museums about that, you know. Yeah, it's a can of worms. It's not a can of worms I'm scared of opening, but I just don't feel like having to, um, I mean, I ain't got that many subscribers anyway, but I don't feel like having to start over <laughs> on this new channel, you know. Um, so, you know, there's a time and place. And, you know, when you're in somebody else's backyard, you got to respect that, you know what I mean? And I, I, I respect the jokes, you know. Everybody always complains about what you can't do on these free platforms, but build your own. Like, you're in somebody else's backyard. And then even once you build your own, you're still going to be on, on someone else's servers, most likely. So at the end of the day, just learn to link up with each other, give each other a hug, sit down, have a meal, and have some discussions after after dinner around a campfire. You can talk however you want when you're on your own land. You can talk all the mess you want and break down all the truth you want. But as long as you're in somebody else's matrix, the reality is anything you're talking about is going to be matrix-induced anyway. So it really is not going to be true. You know, that was always the, the, the really deep thing about when Neo decided to exit the matrix and take the red pill he made the decision while he was inside of the matrix so was it really a pure decision no you can't you can't make a decision to leave something when you're inside of that very thing and that very thing is controlling your multiple choices you see so when i say yeah we're gonna get free we're gonna get some land we're gonna well the matrix tells me that getting land and growing my own food is what freedom is so i really can't even define it inside of the matrix we just do the best we can. We just do the best we can. Um, but yeah, you know, that's why we gotta we gotta be around each other. We gotta be around each other physically. It's not the, the digital thing is cool for a little bit of organi organizing, but we gotta be around each other, man. Because once you get around each other and you get primitive, you start playing drums, doing music, um, freestyling. You know, that's something I used to teach music years ago, and I used to always have my students, well, it was actually audio, like audio engineering, and I used to have my students begin every class with what I call freestyle cypher. They used to have to stand, stand in a circle, and we would throw a word out to each other, and then they, we just have to freestyle on it, right? Very primitive, in a circle, you know, so we starting with equality, and then we would go to the, to, to the software and, and to the microphone and start recording or doing whatever we were doing, you know, but... You need that primitive experience to start to see what you were like when you was when you were still primal. You know, you need that. And a lot of us we have gotten away from that. So even when we're speaking about freedom of liberation, it's not based on primal values of freedom of liberation. You know, it's based on what they already told you. They already knew you were gonna wanna get free. They already knew that. The archons, you know, the those those old ancient archons. And they, then they wrote books about what it looks like. They wrote philosophy books about what freedom really looks like. So that's all you really strive for.
But a lot of times we say, oh, you know, you want to be free, you got to have economic and financial freedom. That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. You know? But anyway. So, yeah, um, just married to certain things that we're refusing to divorce from. Has this marriage been working out? Like I said, the person who said it to me, I'm looking at him like, I mean, no disrespect to anyone, but the person, like, has nothing. <laughs> Doesn't have a good relationship with, with their children, has no assets, no finances, no relationship, no real friends, nothing. Right? So, things have not been working out for you. And sometimes, it's, it's those demons that we're married to. You know, it's like, when you have those friends, or like, you know, I've been in situations where, like, women I didn't want to be involved with had those friends that always told them that I wanted to be involved with them. You know, like they may see me somewhere and I'll just kind of like brush them off. And, you know, they got those friends that be like, you know, he still love you. You know, he still love you. Come on. You know, he and it's like, and they said, you think so, girl? Yeah, you right, girl. You right. You right. Because the way he pushed me off him, you know, you right. Because he did look back after I fell against the wall. You right when I tried to hug him. He's, yeah, I, I think you're right, girl. You know, so it's like some of us got those in our in our, our heads. You know, stuff don't be working out for us. And we still be on some, you know, that, that voice in the head be like, now you know you the top rapper on the East Coast. It don't matter that you 54 years old. You know, you still the top rapper. You know you're going to get a deal. You know you just got to keep working with your tools. Keep working what you got. You know that, you know. A lot of us have those, and it's because of what we're married to. And you got to write those demons the Dear John letter, man. And whether you need to do it in ritualistic fashion and put, them, put on all white, put on all black, light a fire, or just do it. <laughs> Air Cove, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. Um, there's a guy, man, I wish I could remember his name. Actually, I, I think he's kind of cool, though. Um, he's on it. Man, I, I'm going to find him, and I'm going to put the link up. But he does, like, he's he's an old head trying to rap. He's not old. He's probably in his, I'm going to assume, maybe 40s. He's old enough, right? But he's probably around in his 40s. And, um, you know, you could be in your 40s and rhyme. Don't get me wrong. You'd be in your 60s and rhyme. I mean, go online, listen to... Um, there's a there's an interview with Grandmaster Cass, and he's at a radio station and he's rhyming, and you'll see like okay, Grandmaster Cass is 60 plus. You could see like okay, when you got a talent, you got a talent. Period. Just shut up. Sonia Sanchez can still can spit. Maya Angelou was still spitting until until she she transitioned. So being witty. And having a mastery over words and things like that, there's no, there's no age limit to that, you know. So I mean, that's encouragement for all of you, you know. But at the same time, they were nice since they were young, <laughs> you know. So, so the thing is, you know, waking up one day and like, oh, I'm, I'm 50. I think I'm gonna be a rapper, you know. That I don't know. It may not. It may work for you. Who knows? Work for Killer Mike, you know. It might work for you. But um, he's a old, he, he, not an old head, but you know, he's considered an old head. But he rhymes and he's like, he, let's just say he, he has an error that probably things are really working out for him. 
and he's not trying to leave that era, you know, and <laughs> and he's confidently not trying to leave that era. He's confident, you know. Um, I had a friend like that. He's he's doing really great today. He used to he used to have a drug issue back in the days, and he used to come to my barbershop all the time. I'm not gonna say. I almost said his name, but. Um, you know, he used, he used to come through and, like, he'd be, you know, he'd be a little messed up sometimes. So I used to always cut his hair for free, you know what I mean? And um, just just because, you know, because people, back in the days, he was, you know, he, he used to pedal. He used to pedal drugs, and he ended up getting high off his own supply. But everybody in, in, in the hood knew him or whatever. But I actually helped him get into rehab. Like, you know, like, nobody knows, you know, like, y'all, but y'all don't know who it is, right? So back in the days, I actually helped him get cleaned up, man. Um, and I mean, <laughs> as he was starting to get cleaned up, he was starting to feel a lot better about himself, right? Because um, he used to drink real heavy. He stopped drinking and everything. And now he's like working with, let me, he, he, he has a good job. I'm going to say that because some of you know the town where I'm from and you might be able to put some things together. But he's doing well. You know, he's got some things going on for himself. And um, he used to come in and, like, you know, he started getting a little bit of money, whatever, and he was trying to bring it back to back when things was popping, man. And I remember he, uh, he asked me to, to borrow some money because he wanted to get some music. He was like, you know, music helps me. So I'm like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I want my bread back. You know what I mean? So he comes back from the Ave with these big, Arnold Drummond um, headphones and it was the kind of headphones I don't even I don't know where he found these it was the kind of headphones where the whole radio and everything was in the headphones and it had the antenna and everything and he comes back and he's like doing the old the, you know the old head dance <laughs> like that you know they always got to clap first just like old aunties they got to snap their fingers oh that's my jam they always got if they don't snap they dance off beat that's how old, that's how it is when you get old. You got to clap first, then you move. Oh, <laughs> right. So he had these crazy old school headphones and he came in and he had this fake Gucci shirt on. <laughs> like, and it's like, it was a whole short set, but it was a fake Gucci short set. Right. And, <laughs> and his socks was all pulled up, like up to his knees. Oh man, I remember this day he came into the shop. He was so, he was so proud. He's like, yo, hook me up, line me up, baby. Line me up, you know what I mean? Hook me up, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and just crazy, like old school and just crazy corny. Um, What did he have? I think he had some spot belts on. Y'all probably don't remember spot built sneakers. They were either spot built or avias. I think they were spot built though. And big old, big giant high top sneakers, big socks with the stripes pulled up. Now y'all do that, but back then that was like super cool, like pulling your socks up with stripes. And because uh, I, I, it's like it was yesterday. The socks were yellow and green. It was a cream Gucci, Gucci short set with a green and yellow Gucci thing. And he had these big headphones. You know what I mean? And he wanted to get cut up. He was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hook me up, whoop, whoop, whoop. You know what I'm saying? Because they was having a, um, back in the days, Heavy D used to do this uh, nothing but love cookout where, where, where we live. 
every year. It's like a free cookout. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be at the hook. It's going to be a lot of fly honeys at the cookout. Crazy old school terms, fly honeys. You know what I mean? Like honey dips. I'm like, all right, yeah. But, you know, I mean, I was just happy for him because he cleaned up. You know, I was like, we could work on your your fashion, you know, uh, your egregious uh, fashion trespasses later. You know, I'm like, we, we could clean that up. And them head them headphones, like, you know, where did you find those? They actually had an antenna on them. I'm like, where did you get that? You know, but um, but uh, yeah, my man, man, he he was he was he was a uh, he was a good brother. He was a real good brother, man, and um, he had the courage to push past that, you know, his challenges, man, and you know, of course, he was trying to recapture what was. Now, he, like I, I I saw him recently, and like he looks <laughs> he looked normal enough. You know what I'm saying? But he's still on that like Scooby Doo Bop Wop, like you know he's still on the he's still old school. You know what I'm saying? Like he's still you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he's still old school. But <laughs> but hey, you know you every neighborhood has 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 that that dude or whatever. But um, you know I was I was proud of him for being able to push back, and he was fearful because he. You know, he was like, yo, you, you know what I mean? That's everybody's home. He was like, yo, you, like, I don't know, man. He was like, I've, I've been in the rehab so many times, man. I feel like I could start my own rehab. And I was like, maybe that's what you do need to do. Maybe you do need to start your own rehab, right? Um, and he was considerably older than me, you know what I mean? So um, I know that took a lot for him to listen to me. What do I know? You know, I never, I've never had a drug issue. You know, um, yeah, I've never had a drug issue, and I've never, I've just never been down the roads that he's been through, and um, you know, but he would at at his age, and I'm 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 thinking, I'm trying to think of his age. I don't remember. It was it, this is so long. It's probably like 25 years ago. Um, I don't remember. He might have been the age I am now. I don't know, but he was old head, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't remember his age, but just to be able to listen to a younger guy and, you know, express like, yeah, I, I have some fears, right? So this is what he did. He was like, yo, I know you mess with the beats and everything. You know what I mean? You out there with Rough Riders doing the music and all of that. And he was like, yo, you know, you know, you know, I rhyme, right? And I'm like, just let me just stop you. Like, like, stop. He was like, no, no, I'm saying for real, for real. So, because <laughs> he was always real loud, like no inside voice. You know, but that's how it is. It, when you're in the hood and you're around people who you know, you feel comfortable. You know what I mean? So, you know, you're, you're, that's one of the things about being in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's that comfortability. You know, everybody here I know, especially when you're an older head. Like, yeah, I remember when you were born and this and that, you know. Even if I am out here kind of messed up, y'all ain't going to do nothing to me. Like, y'all will buy me a sandwich, maybe get me a loose cigarette, whatever. Like, y'all going y'all gonna to take care of me or help me get into rehab, you know, and get my life cleaned up or whatever. And I had rented him a room, you know, a good friend of mine, he had a, uh, a spot and I worked out something with him and I rented him a room and everything, you know. So he spit this rhyme for me. Long story short. <laughs> and he was like, yo, all right, so I ain't got no music on me right now, but what I want you to do 
is I want you to picture, what was, what was the song? Love Hangover. He was like, yo, you know Diana Ross Love Hangover? He was like, yeah, picture it to that beat. I'm like, old ass, like, rhyming to Diana Ross, you know. Um, I was like, all right, I'm picturing it in my head. He was like, all right. I, and then he spit his rhyme, and he was like, "Yo, one day I was in the line at at um the wealth at welfare, and um I was waiting so long in that line that I just I ended up writing a whole rhyme in my head, you know. So I said, "Listen, brother, you got a talent, man. You know, like you're good at that. You're good. Like a lot of people couldn't do that, you know. And uh, and I and it was so long ago, and you still remember it. So I was like, hold on to that." Hold on to that as as you're moving through, recognize that you have something, you know, whether it's the ability to speak, the ability to come up with thoughts or whatever, but you're not just that drug, you know, and um, we had a good talk, man. I remember we were we were in my shop and maybe like, boy, I remember I started hearing like the garbage. <laughs> the wind is hitting. <laughs> Mother Oye! <laughs> Let me stop. That's messed up. But yeah, so the wind is hitting real hard. So, um, yeah, so we were in the shop. <laughs> that wasn't Oya. <laughs> we not going to do that. I know some people do that when the wind blow, but we ain't going to do that. Mother Oye, and don't even say it right. See, mother, Mama Oye out here. But uh, yeah, that was just the end of dogs barking. But um, no, nah, that's just because I had my thing propped up funny. But uh, and the wind is blowing real hard now. I'm talking. But um, yeah, like I told him, and we're not gonna call that a sign. Everything ain't a sign. It's just the wind is blowing. But um, I was like, yeah, man, hold on to that. Like hold on to that, knowing that you're able to create. You still can create. You know, that that was the whole science, like when Haru and Set fought. And because um, a lot of people don't tell that story, you know, Set lost one of his testicles in one of those fights. You know, Haru lost his left eye. You know, Set uh, ripped out that left eye. Um, and, it, and it was, you know, of course, replaced later, later by uh, Head Haru and Tahuti. But um, Haru was able to impel the testicle of Set. You know, that's why Set... Set became like a, a deity of the desert because it represents barrenness like you can't create now you ain't you ain't you, you don't have any um any testicles you know so sometimes we go through a barren period in our life and we we lose our knowing of creation and that's all i was trying to like remind him of like yo you created something you were waiting on the welfare line and from the welfare line you were able to sit and write this whole song that you still remember to this day. So, you know, so many years later, um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it was a good amount of years later. But nonetheless, um, you start marrying yourself to that knowing. And like I said, you look at them ancient works and no matter what's happening, you always see that same admonition. Do not be afraid because I'm here. I'm here. So it's just like he was able to go through his experience and get cleaned up because I was there. And I told him that. I was like, yo, bro, like, because he came in a shot when he was like, yo, you, I need your help. And I'm going to show you how it actually popped off before I go. He actually asked me to pray for him. And I was like, yo, man, um, 
I don't know. I got it set up right. Whatever. I ain't putting it back on this on this thing. I sit on. I like sit on the the grass a little bit, and then have this propped up. <laughs> but I'm gonna put it up here. I'll just hold it until we go. But yeah, he came in and asked me to pray for him, and I'm like, yo, man, stop playing. Like, we mean pray for you. You know what I mean? He was like, yo, cause you know, I know you're a real spiritual kind of brother and everything. He was like, yo, and he was like, yo, you, I need your help, man. And I thought he was going, he was going to ask me for some bread, which I was going to give him anyway. You know what I mean? You know, and he was like, you know, um, he was like, I'm trying to get it together, man. I need your help, you. So he was like, man, I, I, you pray for me or something. <laughs> That's why he was like, you got to do something, man. He's like, yo, yo, you need to pray for me or something, man, something. And um, I was like, man, I ain't no preacher. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, he was like, no, nah, but I could tell, man, you, 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 you a deep brother. Yeah, I remember that night like it was yesterday. He's like, you a real deep brother, man. Like, you know, he's like, come on, you, man, I, I need some help. And we, we started talking, man, and he shared, you know, he had a child. And no one knows. He's like, yeah, man, I got a daughter. I ain't seen her. None. You know, I don't want her to see me like this and this and that. You know, and that's how that's how everything actually actually started. And then you know, um, I had kind of put a test in front of him. I was like, yo, there's there's a field that I used to go work out at. I was like, yo, meet me at the field tomorrow morning. You know, um, I think I might have still been saying morning back then. You know, I was like, meet me at the field tomorrow morning. You know, whoop de boo. You know, we chop it up and, and we'll get things organized. But we ended up talking to like 3, 4 a.m. And I still went to the field, you know. Um, I was like, I'm going to run home, shower up, you know, hit the field. And then um, I think back then I was still in, yeah, I was still in school back then. I was I was um, still doing my undergrad. So I was like, yeah, then I, I got to go to school, you know. Um, but um, nonetheless, it was him being able to push through his fear of, you know, because I could have just laughed at him, you know what I mean, and whatever, and um, being able to, to accept some guidance from a younger man, and, um, you know, he, he was willing to divorce himself from what he was afraid of in that moment, which was, I've tried this a bunch of times, it didn't work, you know, and like I said, man, I, I'm here, you know what I'm saying, you got me, bro, and I told him just like that, like, you know, you know where I'm at, I'm here, man. So, you know, I, I, I'll rock with you, but I'm not. And I told him like this, I'm not going to hustle harder than you hustle. So I'm not, I'm, I can't want this more than you want it. If you want to get right, you get right, you know, and you just keep it quiet. Don't tell anybody. And that's what we did, you know, and um, he's, that was uh, probably, um, man, I'm trying to remember the year. You know what? Whatever year, y'all figured out, whatever year, I think it was the year before that there was a group by the name of next back in the days and it came out with a song too close the year that that song came out or i think it might have been like the year right right before that song came out that's when it happened so that had to have been like 99 maybe 98 somewhere somewhere around there you know um that's and, and he's been he's been good ever since then you know he's been good ever since then yeah, maybe even earlier than that. Whatever year that, that came. Because I remember one time it was playing on the radio in the shop and he came in. Like, yeah, bitch. Came in dancing. <laughs> and that's how I remember. I just remember that scene because he, um, he, was, he was kind of a, a, a short dude, too. You know what I mean? 
and um, had a head voice was like this from all that drinking, from drinking for so many years. Yo, yo, what's up? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how he sounded, you know, like fresh out. You know, if y'all know who fresh out, fresh out, ain't ready to go back. He was like that, you know. But um, yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to share that, man. Divorce yourself from your fear. Write it a dear John letter. You know, push beyond it, man, and 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 don't let that these sick marriages that you have continue to to um, control who it is that you're expecting to be, and you know, create new expectations for yourself based upon what you've sown into. You know what I mean? It, not just based upon um, a sense of of entitlement. You know what I mean? But let your expectations be based upon what you've sown into. You know, that, and that's that's just the thing, man. You know, write that Dear John letter. And you could call it a ritual, do whatever you want. I'm going to write one. We'll write it together. You know, I got some stuff that I got to divorce from too, man. You know, a lot of us, as we go through life, we pick up, we pick up different pessimisms. We pick up different ideas that don't really work for us. And, you know, a lot of times um, we have to do those self-checks and in inventory to see like, okay, what, what do I let go of this season, man? So we'll do it together. You know, like I told, uh, oh, I almost said his name. <laughs> like I told my man, um, I'm with you. You know what I mean? And, and this is a journey through life's perfection, but we're perfecting. No one has it and whoever has it ain't here. If you're still on the planet, that means you still got work to do, you know? And that goes for me too. I still got, I got a lot of work to do. Look, I, ain't, I don't even have a, a freaking stand <laughs> for my uh my little tablet here you know what i'm saying so I'm knocking it on the ground you know and matter of fact isn't this a, this is the second time this thing fell remember i think it was the second command your day second or third one something like that and i flipped the damn thing over and now this time the wind blow and it flips on the ground so you know what happens next it breaks and then obviously then you know see every time you're trying to do right you're trying to do good for people something bad happens yeah because you didn't get a stand Maybe I need to, maybe I need to carve a little bit out of that super chat and get a stand. What do y'all think? Maybe that'll be on the pole too, so I can stop dropping my uh, thing before it breaks. But um, yeah, so that's all I wanted to say. You know, I went a little longer than I wanted, but you know, like this first day, and we're really commanding the whole strong. We're commanding the day, but we're commanding the strong. And that's what we're gonna do. You know, nah, you know to get a stand. <laughs> Go ahead and get the stand. All right. Yeah, I'm going to get a stare, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I can't keep dropping it. That's that's two warning. You know, the third one's going to be a doozy. You already know that. You know, or it might, might be one of them days where, you know, I'm filming inside and I ain't got no bottoms on. You know what I mean? And things flip off and, you know what I mean? And it really be a flip off. You know what I mean? So I don't want that to happen. You know? Yeah. So I'll make sure I do the right thing. But yeah. So um, that's all I wanted to share, man. I'm going to let you all enjoy your uh, first day. You probably got some breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Good thing it fell on the grass. You're right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. But there's like, there's, there's stuff it could have hit. There's rocks and stuff. It could have hit some, you know. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to mess around. <laughs> I learned my lesson. I'm not going to mess around. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a stand, you know. But I, I really want to do the food drive too but uh you know i think i think there's enough in there to do both since stands are not that expensive 
I get something. Something sturdy. All right, everyone, enjoy your first day, please. And uh, if you feel the work on the letter, go right ahead. And if you get stuck, um, when we do our next uh, one tomorrow, if you need some, some help, maybe the language or whatever, just put it in the chat or put it in the comments. And maybe we could do like some templates. So then, because you might, some of you might got like 10, 15 spouses. You might be, you know, poly. You know, you got poly demonic marriages. And we, so you might have to do a piece, Heather Smart. You might have to do a bunch of them, you know. Um, but yeah, man, we're going to expect some great things because we're going to do some great things. That's just what's going to happen because, you know, in order for stuff to get right, stuff has to ferment. And clearly the world is fermenting. <laughs> you know, food crisis, economic crisis, political crisis, race crisis, everything's in crisis, right? So we're going to use that to rise. We're going to use all the energy from those crises to rise up to where we're supposed to be. All right? All right, everyone. Be well. Peace, 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 peace.